If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? You're invited to be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Free stuff. I have to admit, I'm a bit of a sucker for free stuff. If you're handing it out, I'm in line to receive it. I mean, after all, look at all the free stuff I got just this week at the National Youth Gathering. Buttons, bandanas, headbands, I got it all. Will I use any of it? Who cares? It was free. You know, anything free is good. But if you're giving something away that's good and it's free, well then you really have something. What about you? Do phrases like free ice cream or free tickets kind of bring a smile to your face? Well, what if I told you that there is a giveaway going on all the time that you're not taking full advantage of? What if I told you that there was really good stuff being given away all the time? Are you interested? Well, if so, take your left hand and connect it to your right. Take your head and bow it towards the ground. You might even fall to your knees. You see, your Heavenly Father is just waiting to give you all sorts of stuff absolutely free. That's what grace is, after all. It's God giving away things freely to people that just don't deserve them. And God is so good, and he loves to give so much, that he gives out his good gifts even to those who will never pray to him, even to those who will not even acknowledge his existence. But in our text for today, God makes clear that it is his particular joy to give out his good gifts to those who ask for them, those who trust in him. He says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened unto you. That's Jesus' promise. And what exactly are these good things that God wants to give out? Well, he really wants to give you all sorts of good things, and he will. But a good point to start learning what exactly God thinks are the best things that he can give to you is in that prayer that Jesus taught to his disciples. That prayer that we call the Lord's Prayer. God wants to give you his kingdom. He wants that to come into your life. He wants to send it to you through his word and through his sacraments. He wants you to have that reign of God right there in the midst of your daily life. He wants it there so that it can destroy the sin that seeks to live there. Yes, he wants you to not have to live feeling all the time as if sin is reigning in your life. Wouldn't that be great to have? To have power over those sins in your life? 
to not have to keep doing those things that you keep doing, even though you don't in your spirit want to do them anymore. God wants to give you that. Ask, and it will be given to you. He also wants to give you daily bread. Yes, everything you need to make it through every day. Luther, in the small catechism, tried to put it together in a brief way. He said, God wants to give you food, drink, clothing, shoes, house, home, land, animals, money, goods, a faithful husband or wife, faithful children, and on and on and on. Yes, God wants you to have those things. See, and you will find. He wants to forgive you of all of your sins. He wants to give you time and time again that forgiveness that Jesus died and rose to give to you. He wishes to deliver to you in words and in water. He wants to deliver it to you in bread and in wine. God no longer wants your life to be weighed down by the guilt of your own sins. He does not want you to live in such bondage. He wants to free you with his forgiveness so freely, in fact, that when you have received forgiveness, you can't help but give that forgiveness out to others. Through his forgiveness, he wants to heal your marriage. He wants to make that friendship strong again. He wants to bring joy right into the midst of your family where anger and bitterness might now be dwelling. Knock, and the door will be opened unto you. God wants to free you and lead you away from every temptation, deliver you from every evil. God doesn't want you to end up doing things that later you will regret. He doesn't want you to end up doing things that ultimately will badly affect your well-being in life for years to come. He doesn't want you to end up leaving him together all or leaving him altogether. Ask and you will receive. As our text makes clear, there's nothing more that God loves to give his children than the gift of his Holy Spirit. And all the gifts that come with his Holy Spirit, he wants you to have faith and life and salvation. He wants you to have a local community of faith to support you. He wants you to know you have a place in the entire Christian church that exists in every time and place throughout history. He wants to give to you all of the good gifts that he has for you. Seek, ask, knock. He is just waiting to give you, his child, these good gifts. For he's far better than any earthly father. And even earthly fathers know how to give their children good gifts. And he's far better than any neighbor who might, if you bug him long enough, get up, out of bed and give you something to help someone else. No, God instead is just waiting to jump out of bed, so to speak, in order that he might give us the things we need, give to us the gift of his spirit. So why is it that you and I are often not in line, so to speak, to receive these good gifts? Why is it that so many times we can go through an entire day, or at least a portion of a day, never asking for one of the gifts that the Lord's Prayer teaches us to ask for? Why do we sometimes fall asleep 
rather than seeking those gifts. Why do we waste so much time doing useless things when we could be knocking on the door of the gracious God? Well, I suppose there are several reasons when it comes right down to it. I think Satan at times has convinced us that we don't really need these types of gifts. Or at least that those gifts shouldn't be highest on our want list. Oh, we'd like a larger house. But we wouldn't mind a date with that attractive person. We'd like a bank account that just grows and grows and grows. But we aren't convinced sometimes that we really need the kingdom of God reigning in our life. Or that we really need to keep our life free from every temptation. Yes, Satan tries to tell us that you don't want to be in that line. Those gifts aren't very good anyways. Other times, I think the evil one simply tries, us to, keep, tries to keep us so busy that we don't even know that the lines are forming. We get so busy with our life that we don't even stop to pray. We don't seek or knock. We don't ask. Well, we want some of these things deep down in our spirit but those desires often just remain right there, deep down. And of course, there is the issue of our faith. We wonder, will God really keep his promises in this regard? We wonder, if we do in fact seek and knock and ask, will God really give what he has promised? Is it too good to be true what he has said? Or if God does give us those things, then are there going to be all sorts of strings attached? Sometimes we can wonder if God is sort of like that salesman in the mall who offers you the free paring knife so long as you're willing to buy this 16 peaks cutlery set that he's also offering. We can think that if God gives us these gifts which are so precious, surely it's an exchange for something else. Overall, the devil just loves to whisper in our ear what he's been whispering ever since Eden. Did God really say? Did he really say that if you sought and if you asked and if you knocked, that he would give you all of these things? Today, as we gather in the house of God again, the word of God makes its way into our ears. And each time it does that, it creates in us again true faith. It comes to us, and the lies of the devil are exposed as that which they are. Yes, he reminds us of the truth. Do we need the gifts that God wishes to give us? You bet we do. We need them like our body needs oxygen. The gifts that God gives out are the very source of our eternal life that he gives us through Jesus. Without them, we will die. And eternally so. And that should convince us that all the other stuff in life, compared to these things, is just small potatoes. And as to whether God will keep his promises, look to the cross. There is the answer that God keeps his promises. There is the answer that God kept the very first promise he made back in Eden, that one would finally come and crush the head of that wily serpent, Satan. Yes, at that cross, all of God's promises were made yes. So today, 
I encourage you to be a little more like me. Be a sucker for free stuff. Especially good free stuff. Especially God's free stuff. Yes, he is just waiting to give it to you. Ask, seek, knock, and it will all be yours. Yes, take your left hand and place it with your right. Tilt your head down towards the ground. You might even fall to your knees. As the hymn we just sang says, Come, people, with every care of your soul. Jesus loves to answer prayer. Why? Because our God loves to give out free stuff. Amen.